Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D-C-A-S-T. My poor little spelling brain broke. (laughs) Midway through. Midway through. I thought I'd broken. Anyway, here we are. (laughs) I am Murray, and this week I am an officer of Splash. Soggy puppy, lounging about, so hairy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the doggies up to the lake this weekend thinking, yeah, it's not going to be the best weather, but we'll be able to lounge around and stuff. Forgetting, of course, that dogs need to go outside, even on days when it's raining. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> and yes, they do. where we used to have dogs that would just kind of go out, do their stuff and come right back in. These two dogs are not those dogs. They need they to go to out. Work. They need to walk. They need to. Ugh. Oh, so, boy. It was wet dog weekend. <laughs> wet dog weekend. And they would come in. And now the cottage is covered in like a thin layer of dirt and wet leaves and lovely wet dog smell. And I decided when it was time to go, I'm just going to close the door to the cottage. And never go and back. And when I come back, the little cottage fairies will have cleaned it all up and it'll all be gone. <laughs> That's how I'm hoping it works. Let's <laughs> see how that turns out. Yeah. I'm going to have to go up with power vac and power washer and... And that's just the way it goes when you got puppies and you got rain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's the way of the world. <laughs> Indeed. You said splash, and I was all excited. I'm like, oh, what about Daryl Hannah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Hannah would have been more than welcome up at the lake this week. Yeah. For yeah. sure. To be fair, <laughs> some legs and. <laughs> To be fair, considering how it went, I'm sure Eugene Levy would have been more would have been more welcome as well. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and the moron twins. We're not twins. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been totally fine too. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's me. I'm still drying out. So it's the dog. All right. Well, <laughs> folks, my, I, I'm Paul, and I am a student of attempt Mm -hmm. acronyms they truly they're they're truly everywhere maybe paul tries (laughs) um i uh i am uh um you know starting to take a course uh for work um you know get some more letters behind my name and um and so i had the first class last week and uh boy that was a long day (laughs) that was a long day going kind of straight into it but managed to uh managed to i thought you know i should sign up for one soon so i can get it done in the spring semester because there's basically 10 courses to this thing and um I thought, yeah, yeah, so I'll get started right away. And so I went to sign up, and then I realized it's like, oh, that, that class starts tomorrow. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, so uh, so last week, uh, you know, a week ago today, I was like, 
I guess I better sign up for one of those courses. And then, uh, and, and the day after I had finished the first class. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to sort of balance the two. Um, you know, obviously it's, it's very directly related uh, with what I'm doing. So, um, so we shall see, but many, many more acronyms to learn. Oh yeah, <laughs> and some that just are sort of, that sort of confound because it's like, you know, I've used a similar acronym before, and um, and 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 it's like, oh no, but it doesn't mean that, and uh, then it's the, sort of the trying to figure out what they are, and uh, so I'll get a lot of correspondence from brokers and stuff where it's like, that is all acronym, and I'm not sure I know what what that means. <laughs> So many more acronyms to learn, and uh, I'm on it. And uh, time. we've been preparing you. We've been helping. Yeah, right. Exactly. All these, all this time, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's all in preparation. It's all like uh, <laughs> Jan and I will often joke about um, when she was pregnant with Ella. We had. Um, we had like season tickets for like cheap seats at one of the uh, the Toronto theaters, and mm-hmm. um, so we got to see stuff like we saw Sweeney Todd. We saw um, they did like a version of De- of Dirty Dancing. They did a production of Twelve Angry Men, and uh, it was a good bunch of stuff. Well, one of them they did Nicholas Nickleby, really? and. It was long. You could do it either in one day where you just did the whole eight hours. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Or you could you could spread it out over two nights. Well, you know, she was uh, she was pretty pregnant by that point. So. um, And, you know, long day of work. uh, And so she kind of dozed for the last half of the first part. And uh, we. We got there for the beginning of the second part and we sit down and she's like, and, and we're like 10 minutes in and she's, I just can't, <laughs> I just can't do this. <laughs> and, uh, and so tonight we're watching Jeopardy and uh, one of the questions um, was about this play that uh, the, you know, uh, it, it was a, a Dickens category and they talk about the play that was, uh, you know, eight hours and 31 minutes. And Jan's like, that would be Nicholas Nickleby. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> so we were just talking about it. So like, see, all this stuff comes back and pays off in the end. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, all, us working on acronyms every week, you know, it makes it a bit easier to translate them. What's uh, what's going on there there in the in the land of sun? Oh yeah, a lot of sun, no rain, unfortunately. Mm. But who cares about that? Because this week I was an agent of cheesecake, creamy <laughs> heavenly escape, really? eating <laughs> seconds, ending up ending carving another nip again. It was my dad's birthday this past week, and we had him over for a dessert and coffee to say happy birthday. Right. And got him cheesecake, and they left it here, which means there are several pieces left for me. All for <laughs> me. <laughs> me, me, all me. Yes, I'm very excited. Yes. Because I'll be having some cheesecake after we're done here. Well, actually, I'm going to walk those dogs first, and then I'm going to have some cheesecake. That sounds It seems excellent. like you've earned it by then. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not as rain- wet here because it really hasn't rained very much. And we need it. Yeah. 
Well, we'll dry. <laughs> that pond sure. behind our house is going down. Oh, that's not good. I mean, it's not drought level yet, but it's like we could use some rain soon. Come on. Yeah. You know, it's like Jacksonville, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. You weren't supposed to dump all of it in one spot. You're supposed to spread it out amongst <laughs> all of us. I <laughs> just dump it in one area. They didn't want all of it. We didn't want them to have all of it. No one was happy about that. There is no one who won in that equation. Mm-mm. Definitely. No. Not at all. No. No, no. one was happy. Alrighty. Speaking of not being happy, look at this cover. Yes. No. Wow. Look at that cover. <laughs> all right. So we're doing. We are doing issue ten, right? Yeah. Totally. Okay, good. All right. So we can do that. Um. I mean, this is uh. Remember when those rings were like you? You got them with like every comic book. Oh my gosh! Um, they were everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yes, there is a uh, black lantern ring floating in front of Rildox's face. And I'm going to guess that this is a this is a Kalman cover. Oh yeah, it is indeed. Yes, it is. Kalman Andrusovsky uh, does this cover, and I love the use of light, and mm-hmm. uh, even as a little lens flare there because you know it was uh, 2010. You had to have a, uh, a lens flare um, <laughs> by law. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is a Blackest Night crossover issue, and we see all the different rings uh, uh, portrayed at the top in the way, you know, and what what might, you know, for other things be like a checkerboard. All right, so <laughs> the ring says, target locked. And we have a caption looking at um, at, at the uh, at the field, um, you know, the, the prison yard, basically. I first met him in prison. Vril Dox, the son of Brainiac. And we see, oh, there's Garen Beck. There's, yeah. uh, there's Strata when she looked a lot more like Block. Um, yes. There's Stealth and a couple of uh, O'Karen uh, guards. Is that? Yeah. 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 Voice says uh, he led a, dra- a jailbreak. And we followed him to Planet Cairn, where he executed the drug kingpin who ran that corrupt little world. That was the day he invented the justice for profit industry. That was the day Legion was born. And that's uh, kind of a neat little recap of, uh, of how they got there. Yeah. Um, and then we see. Uh, man, oh, God, I do love Andy Clark. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's great. You it's know, so just looking, taking in sort of the team, and uh, and yes, so we have um, we have Lobo, we have um, Stealth, we have Larissa, we have Docs, we have uh, Beck, and we have Strata. Um, the box says, "Ah, now we know who our speaker is." I was given the code name Stealth as I had no real name of my own. I did not even know where I was from, only that I was unique. We expanded our licensed extra-governmental interstellar operatives network to over 80 client worlds. For a reasonable fee, we kept the peace and lowered the crime rate. And then one day, biology compelled me to do something that surprised me almost as much as it surprised Vril Docs. I mated with him. It was not consensual. That's quite Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Afterward, we managed to pull together for the sake of our son, Lyril. I mean, 
Um, much afterward. Much, much Yeah, afterward. yeah. <laughs> but Lyrell had inherited his father's intelligence. He used it to depose Vril and take over Legion. And we see uh, little Lyrell with... Uh, um, Love you know, Larissa. Larissa, yes. Wait, did I get with Lydia? You're right. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Larissa, Larissa is the mom. Yeah. You are Lydia right. Because Larissa's yeah, up yeah. at the top, yeah. Lydia's the daughter. You are right. How, how, soon, how soon we forget, right? Oh. <laughs> um, Avril resolved the problem by chemically lobotomizing our son. With Lyrell now acting more age-appropriate, we resigned from Legion to raise our boy in seclusion. Later, Vril abandoned us and returned to active leadership of Legion. Within weeks, he replaced all peacekeepers with androids. He never was a people person. <laughs> Three days ago, a Legion robot strike team tracked me down in the jungles of, of Vril, and they... They, they, yeah, it looks like she got ripped into pieces. Um, yeah. And it says memory down, da- and the ring says memory download complete. Stealth of planet Grix, rise. Um, we get Black Lantern stealth, homeworld, Grix, sound uh, canceling aura, unstable alien phys- physiology, and no crap. Um, this is labeled The Sun and the Stars, Part 1. And it is brought to us by Tony Bedard, writer, Andy Clark, artist, Jose Villarubia, colorist, uh, Swans, letterer, uh, Rex Ogle, assistant editor, Brian Cunningham, editor, and, of course, as we mentioned, Kalman Andrasovsky, cover. So we're on Vural. As words fall to Starro, Refugees flock to this obscure vegan uh, planetoid. That's right. No animal products sold here. Um, Vegan, I meant to say. (laughs) Um, I know you've been fighting your own uh, battles, but you won't believe what's going on in the rest of the quadrant. And uh, so we have uh, um, Vril hanging out with Adam Strange and Captain Comet. Of course, uh, Vril Docs, Homeworld of Kalu, uh, Super Intelligence, Adam Strange, Homeworld, Earth, Protector of New Ran, and Captain Comet, Homeworld, Earth, Strength, Flight, Telekinesis, Telepathy, and Teleportation. Um, and uh, so he says to uh, um, Adam, your war with Thanagar took a bad turn. And... Um, <laughs> and Comet says, fighting Hawkman is small potatoes compared to what Adam's talking about. The Green Lantern Corps is locked in all-out war with several new ring-slinging armies. Yellow Lanterns, Red Lanterns, Blue Lanterns, Orange Lanterns. <laughs> oh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Um, <laughs> um Adam says, it makes my brain hurt imagining that many power rings when just one can lay waste to a planet. Varel says, I always knew the Guardians set themselves up for failure with their Green Lantern Corps. They hand those rings out based on the recipient's lack of fear, you know. I much prefer lackeys who know when they should be afraid, (laughs) says the man with the army of robots. (laughs) Tell them about the Black Lanterns, Adam. 
Just before we left Nuran, I picked up an emergency transmission on the JLA's comm channel. It was from the Flash on Earth. He warned us there are black uh, lanterns out there. Now they supposedly look like walking corpses. He told us how to fight them, but I hope to God we won't need to. And we see um, Hal. Um, was it, it was still Wally then. Um, yes, that Barry. Oh, you. Oh, that's right. right. Because this is Blackest Night. This is 2010. He is the Flash now. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. Okay. And uh, and of course in the back there is Black Hand. Oh, in fact, Flash Rebirth was still coming out at this point. <laughs> and still would be for a long time afterward. <laughs> um, that's true. This was Barry's like coming out party after being yep. away for a good long while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Doc says zombies with power rings. Now that I'd like to see. However, we have a more immediate threat to confront. Starro. And uh, Comet says, yeah, we saw his invasion fleet when we rescued Kanjaro. Is this the same Starro who fought the Justice League? Well, yes and no. <laughs> There's an entire species of mind-controlling starfish originating from the far end of the universe. Curiously, their leader is a humanoid warlord. Starro the Conqueror rules nine galaxies. <laughs> his uh, captured armies fill countless warships, and they stand ready to sweep across the Milky Way. If we're so outmatched, why don't you see more worried, asks uh, Adam. And uh, Doc says, well, you have to admit, I've managed the situation pretty well thus far. I mean, again. Hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, depends on your point of view, I guess. I've boxed Starro into this corner of the sector with the biggest force field ever erected. And we now have the right team to gather the components of a weapon that will break his power forever. This is a contest of brute force versus brains, Adam Strange. I'll take brains every time. And then Bounder comes running in. Says, Docs, I just went to wake up your son. His quarters are empty. I can't find him anywhere. Strata and her family are gone too. What? Get me Wildstar. Now, damn it. All right, so let's see here. 75 clicks away. We got Lyril Docks. We got Strata. We got uh, Garv. And um, and we got Rocky. Little Rocky. And little Rocky. Is this the exactly. first time we see that Garv is also from Dryad? Uh, you know, I don't recall that being, uh, yeah. I, I never thought Maybe. he was a, a rock creature. I just thought he had some kind of weird, skin, you know, alien skin. Yeah. That was purple. skin condition. <laughs> oh. Hmm. I guess there would be normal, I assume. But, I mean, here it's saying homeworld dryad. Yeah. That's yeah. odd. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyway. Um, the High Vanguard, Starro's top super soldiers. Come, Lyril Docks, the Master has need of you. Eliminate his friends and scour the planet for his father. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of little nasties there. Um. You know the high the uh, the one guy kind of reminds me a bit of Modok and uh, <laughs> yep yes the, these people are not my friends says Lyril they are my slaves you want me to use them against uh, use you want to use me against my father fine I hate his guts 
but I won't go with you if you kill my property. What makes you think you have a choice, kid? Says the uh, says Black Fang. Um, actually, Black Fang, he will be given the same choice the master gave all of us. And we need him to make the right one. Meanwhile, when we go back, we see um, Kenjaro, deposed dictator, Amon Hawk, of course, homeworld Kundia, expert warrior, and um, fleet admiral uh, from, of course, uh, from Dominion, um, Zylon, report. They have not returned, docs. CG? And this is our, our Durlin shapeshifter, of course, and she says, no sign of them yet. Wildstar, Lyril's scent is fading. What do you mean? Is he off-world now? Is he is he dead? It's okay, Docs. We'll find him, says Adam. I do not need consoling, you simpleton. I need my son. He turns his back on uh, on Adam again. I found them. Say again. Say again, I found Strata and her husband and child. They're alive. What about Lyril? We ran into Starro's super thug, says Strata. They were looking for Lyril. Starro needs him for some reason. And you let them take him? It was his idea. He lied, said we were his property, and he wouldn't cooperate if they didn't let us go. I'm sorry, Vril, but my own son would be dead if I hadn't played along. Your boy's a hero. No, no, no. None of you Cretans understand. You let them take him. Now the whole galaxy is sprocked. And uh, we go to Maltus, which uh, has a big starfish overlay. Yes. Really yes. brings the city together. <laughs> I think so. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um Unmanned probes confirm Legion headquarters is now command and control for Starro's invasion forces. This from the Thanagar fleet dispatch. Oh, I got to catch up on my reading from there. <laughs> um, I got to ask, why does Starro need me of all people? Your father is a thorn in the master's side. We'd planned to use you as bait to lure him out of hiding. But then I read your file in the Legion archives. And I realized, I, oh, and you realized he doesn't care enough to rescue me. Precisely. <laughs> but your file also notes you were born with a 12th level intelligence, which your father artificially suppressed. Uh-oh. Um, and we see Starro uh, on, on his throne saying, your father is cruel, little docs. I only wish to re restore your potential and extend to you a precious offer. Um, uh, about that, says Lero. I, I might need some time to think it over. Uh, you'll think better with this. Uh, um, what's his name comes up behind him. What's his name again? The leader of the Vanguard. Uh, uh, I... Yeah, uh, Vanguard. It's, it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, he comes up with a, uh, you know, a starfish smoking jacket, it, it appears. <laughs> Puts it on uh, <laughs> on uh, Lyril's back, and it uh, sclutches into him. And he says, the pain only lasts a moment. Once you feel your intellect returning, use it to decide, Lyril docks. 
Those who serve in my vanguard must do so of their own free will. Uh, smite. Right, yes. Um, save the sales pitch, Starro, says Lyrell. I'm your guy. Just don't call me that name anymore. Call me Brainiac 3. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the ship stay alert, Wildstar. Stratus said Starro's warriors are searching the planet for us. We'll be vulnerable until we uh, clear the atmosphere and jump to hyperspace. And um, Amon Hawk asks, what ha- what? and then what? We're still boxed in with the invaders. There's nowhere to run, Docs. Understand, my son Lyrell possesses the most dangerous mind in the galaxy. I suppressed it so that he could develop the values and judgment necessary to wield a 12th level intelligence responsibly. When Star removes his cognitive blocks, it will take Lyrell less than a day to deactivate my force field. And then uh, we see the uh, the Vanguard after them, quick, before they jump away. And uh, Doc says, my plans to construct a weapon will have to wait. Hawk, monitor the force field. The moment it falls, warp for Earth. As much as it galls me, we'll join forces with the humans and make a stand there. And uh, Adam says, uh, shouldn't we try to rescue your son? And Doc says, it was too late the moment Strata handed him over. Believe me. The next time we see Lyrell, the kindest thing we could do is to blow his head off. <laughs> and um, yeah, He's going someone, for the Father's Day award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone uh, gets in, in, into it with... Um, um, Wildstar, and then the the ship gets hit. Impact! Check for hull breach. Brunt, get here, get up here, and rip the ship open. Uh, says Black Fang. I'm coming, Black Fang. Just give me a second to. And uh, yeah, Stealth is uh, kind of taking him out. Um, mm-hmm. You people are in my way, but you burn so very bright. Rage, fear. And um, yeah, not not good, not good. Um, and she totally does the uh, the Bruce Lee trick on um, on uh, one of the. Um, well, it looks like it's the, the Modoc type guy, right? No, no, it's uh, what's her name? Limnia. Oh no, because he's still speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, yeah. Limnia. That's not possible. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Stealth has basically, you know, pulled uh, pulled her heart out, and uh, that's not possible. What are you? And Stealth says, hungry. And Doc says, uh, time to go. Activating <laughs> Harper Drive, and uh, and uh, Hawk says, I but I haven't set a course. We're jumping blind. And what about Wildstar? She's still back there. Says uh, uh, says Comet. Um, if she lives, she can track us. Hyperspace. While FTL travel is often thought to be untraceable, technologies exist to track ships uh, via tachyon trails and so-called warp wakes. This from Star and Driver. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it too, didn't you? That was stealth back there. She saved us, says Strata. That was not stealth, not really. Adam, tell her everything you told me about the Black Lanterns. 
Docs, uh, says Hawk. Uh, your giant force field just vanished. Did stealth do that too? <sighs> no, that would be Lyril. <clears throat> Three hours faster than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah, he's a chip off the old block, all right. Just keep heading out of the sector, and massive energy spike ahead. We're going to, like a sun gone nova. All stop. What now? And uh, we see Sinestro Corps. Right. Right. And, um, you know, if you remember, folks, these are the ones who uh, um, project the yellow light of fear. Um, here comes, you know, look out, Malia. Here comes more of them. And she says, no, that is only a vessel. And right now, hmm. it's a godsend. Um, and uh, Hawk says, they're attacking. Open fire and all. Negative, negative. Do not hit them first. We don't have the firepower to take on even one of them. And, you know, it's like, uh, form up on me. They use the, the vessel for cover. We'll blindside her when she passes. But again, not a lot of, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of firepower. Bloody nass. There's something worse coming behind them, says Hawk. Yes, there is. Black Lantern Harbinger. Mm. Remember, she uh, didn't make it out of one of the things. Uh, um, yeah, I not remember that. Huh. I think she dies in the Batman Superman story that brought in Supergirl. Supergirl, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, yeah, there's an attack on uh, on Themyscira. Um, you cannot outrun me, Sinestro Corps men. Another one, Doc says, it seems the entire gal- galaxy has gone mad. And uh, Harbinger says, you cannot hide either. Come out, come out wherever you are. And it literally cuts the ship in half. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, breach, hold, docks, personal force field, activate. Target reacquired, says the ring. And, um, and, um, what is it? Is that Harbinger saying this? No, it's uh, stealth. Um, yeah, and over here, oh, that's Harbinger. Okay. And they both say, there you are, (laughs) to each other. And, um, and Stealth's like Vril, and uh, and Lila's all Corman, and um, and uh, what is it? Uh, CG's uh, shifting into some weird cocooning animal, and yeah. um, and is kind of absorbing some of the the uh, the guys from the ship. Do not struggle. I will cocoon you and generate atmosphere. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like Cock, Strata, Garb, and Rocky. Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, strange comment. Somebody save Kandra Rowe, eh. who is, uh, you know, struggling. Um, and so Tribulus comes in. And. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, Harbinger says, Narok of Sector 2449, tell your fellow corpsman how you imprisoned your sister and forced her to devour her own children. I'll kill you, witch. How could you possibly know? And uh, she says, mm, okay. Uh, and she says, I know everything about everyone. And then we get an alert from the ring uh, from 
the yellow ring saying ring status report Sinestro 1287 deceased. And that would be this guy because she kind of gave him a little schmutz across his chest. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Stealth has grabbed a hold of uh, Doc's uh, force field. It says, you had to send your robots to kill me? Not man enough to do it yourself? They probably killed Lyril, too. Not that you'd care what happens to him. You're more negligent than your father. Even in death stealth, you remain insufferable. And uh, the ring says, Space Sector 1287, scan for replacement, sentient initiated. And he says, in any case, Lyril lives. Then I'll return to Voril and feast on his terror once I'm through with you. And the ring is tapping on the force field. Vril docks... Of, of Kalu, you have the ability to instill great fear. He says, thought you'd never ask. Welcome to the Sinestro Corps. And he says, I've always wondered what this would feel like <laughs> to be concluded. <laughs> oh. Right. Because that's what you want to do. Give that guy a ring. Oh, oh yes. all those rings. All those rings running around. Uh-huh. Did you get any of them? All of them. Yeah. You still have them? I believe so. I think they're on the uh, on the on the desk over there. They might. Oh, hey. Dang! Look at that. <laughs> A friend of mine, I got them all. We also got bought two of those like little like. They look like mannequin things for like you find like a like a ring stores to hold rings nice. on. So I have yeah. I have all of them on there plus my legion ring. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I, I have the flash ring in there as well. Um, oh, I have, I have one of those too. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was putting a ring with their book. Oh, yeah, I remember that month. Like, that's why I'm looking at it. The covers in, like, Doom Patrol had, like, a second printing. Yeah. Because, you know, you got one of the rings if you got Doom Patrol. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that I like that Doom Patrol run. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Giffen one, right? That it was indeed. It was indeed, and it was awesome. I'm guessing Booster Gold had one because it also had a second printing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You really could sort of see the uh um <laughs> Adventure Comics number four? Oh no, yeah. that's a variant, never mind. That's oh variant. yeah, but that's I think printing. I think one came with that. Maybe, but that was still a Jeff Johns book anyway, so Oh, right. That kind of makes sense, That's doesn't it? That's a pretty it? good chance that that might have still been selling. Right. Especially that early on. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I'm looking in here. I could, see, I've got a bunch of other Green Lantern rings in here as well because uh, the kids were really into them. Yeah, there's a... Is that orange? Yes. Yeah, there's the, the flash ring. Yep, still got them. I think there's more in the other. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, kind of in a mug. <laughs> 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 along with along with um, the blueprints from the Silent Bob action figure. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, you know, the alternate hands for uh, for Jay. One, you know, where he's where he's uh, he's got a joint in his hand. <laughs> the bong. Um, a six pack, um, a little ba- baggie of weed, um, a carton of uh, of nails. 
which was their brand of cigarettes. cigarettes. Yes. And uh, oh, there's Walt Flanagan's dog. Dog is fast. <laughs> That was as fast as Walt Langan's dog. <laughs> oh, did you hear? Speaking of dogs, Shecky. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sad indeed. But I mean, that dog had to be like 42 years old. I mean. Yeah. That dog's like over 20. Yeah. <laughs> or at least about 20. So that's pretty old. So you know, good for the dog. But I yeah, good. He had, a, he had a good run. But yes, yeah. still sad. Still sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of donkey looking characters anyway. Yeah. Is it just me or does Black Bang look just like Seawolf from the Young All Stars? Very I mean, much. He wasn't and, uh, in the Young All Stars, yeah. he was the villain, but yeah. Right, right. But still, and, uh, you know, there's still that that resemblance. And there, and that's kind of the case with a, with a lot of these, right? Like, um, <laughs> you know, I look at it and I think of, you know, the old days with the um, – What's it? Uh, what's it called? Um, um, uh, the, you know, like when they had like the invaders and the freedom fighters, and they did the sort of unofficial uh, DC Marvel uh, crossovers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they fought the team that looked just kind of like the other team. Exactly, and so the Freedom Fighters fought the, uh, fought you know, Americando was uh, was on it, and uh, and uh, and all those, and um, that that that's kind of what that makes me think of. Yeah. Oh, this is the orange ring that act that was that it came out as an orange ring, but it actually had um, the symbol for um, the Star Sapphires. So they they did like a ring recall. Oh, I guess I didn't get that one because my orange ring has the or- has a different symbol. Yeah, well they did. Yeah, there was um it was a mess up later on I think. Can't remember which. Uh, and so yeah, you just had to exchange it, and of course nobody wanted to take them back because they were like, no, really, we're inundated with these rings. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the I like the idea that you've got like a hand model there uh, yeah. <laughs> for for these, Al. This is uh this is excellent. Yep, they're up there. I got them up on my desk. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty folks. Well this was a lovely stroll down memory lane. Absolutely. Down, uh, Blackest Night's Land. They did a great job with this uh crossover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it okay. was a really good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Blackest Night was strong to begin with, but but the fire used this to like the Star Wars story doesn't miss a beat, and he weaves in all the stealth stuff and the Black Lightning stuff. It all comes in. That that's really it is really impressive when you when you come down to it like that. Like you know. Usually a crossover is is hugely disruptive. This allows them to like bring back a couple of characters and um, and just like really fits with the story still. Yeah. And um, and gives you a thing that, you know, like, oh, my God, they gave they gave Docs a power ring. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he's got to take orders from Sinestro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That'll so. go well. I can, I, I want to see that <laughs> meeting. <laughs> oh man, maybe we will. Oh, maybe we so. will. I would love that. <laughs> 
Well, folks, you may have uh, your very cool uh, power rings of many colors. And you should tell us all about them by sending us an email at legionofsubstitutepodcasters uh, at gmail.com or commenting on the Facebook page um, and saying what you think Docs could do with the power ring. And uh, yeah, or you can head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Oh my gosh. There we go. Someone has is- comments. Someone's got comments already. Someone's commenting <laughs> exactly. that there's a cat outside. Someone's like, give me a ring, damn it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right, and a yellow one at that. <laughs> that damn cat. If Dexter can have one, I can get one. That's, that's right. right. She is on point. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Harles. <laughs> well, with that, with that, there's no place else to go except... See you all, L-A-T-E-R. B-Y-E. L-A-G-A-T-E-A-U. Laguna. B-O-N. Laguna S-D. That is exactly what it was. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> See, I'm starting to read Al. I'm starting to uh-huh. Al's words. You are, you are fluent in Al. <laughs> yeah, God help you. <laughs> Laguna S-D. To all of you. 